Edge, you made one guarantee. One guarantee for this match between you and I this Sunday at Backlash. And that guarantee, Edge, was that you were going to try. And I think that is absolutely pathetic. The expectations on this match are astronomical. What are you going to do? What are you going to do when you don't live up to those expectations? I am going to embarrass you. I am going to humiliate you. I am going to take every ounce of passion, every ounce of grit away from you until you, at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, are a broken man who is forced to be sent back home where he belongs with his wife, Beth, and his daughters, his beautiful little baby girls, Lyric and Ruby and Edge. All because at this Sunday, at Backlash, in the greatest wrestling match ever, the redemption of Edge. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 44 of, if you haven't yet, I'm warning you, I'm warning you, your ears, it's still real to us, damn it, Whew. it's going to be a lot of that yelling because we got a lot of extra things in here today, live in studio Ashley doing this or whatever with me and Corey today. What's goody? What's up? What's up? We're going to have to get this one knocked out and everything because we are literally recording this prior to also insert like earplugs again. <laughs> the greatest wrestling match ever. <laughs> Is it going to be the greatest wrestling match ever, bro? No, but <laughs> it should at least be good since it was pre-recorded. This is true. This is very true. They recorded it last week, right? I think so. Huh. Which means they've had plenty of time to go back and fix anything. Very true, very true. Um, remember, guys, like always, to rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Links and everything in below the link tree. Check out all the prior episodes. Check out the playlist in there, Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast at as well. <sighs> man, oh, man, oh, man. So... I feel like we were literally just shit. Not even no feel. We were literally just here last Sunday. Yeah. NXT takeover in your house. Hey man, I ain't gonna say because this. The, of course, it's a lot of debate as far as the greatest takeover ever and shit. I'm not going that high. <laughs> this was the best takeover I feel like we've had in a hot little minute. Even though I mean shit. What was the last one? Um, Portland. Port. Yes, Portland. Yeah. I like this better than Portland. I agree. This was. Uh, it was really fun. Started and end with in it with the women. Yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, I feel like, and I mean, I guess we'll talk. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you whenever we get to the match or whatever. I felt like everything happened like I thought it was going to happen, except for one match. But maybe I was just delusional. No, it's yeah, same for me. 
we started off with the six woman tag match face team of Dakota. Uh, uh, excuse me, good lord, she's not a face no more. <laughs> Tegan Knox, Shotzi Blackheart, and Mia Yim beating Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and Candice LeRae. I'm just gonna say this. Heel Dakota Kai does it for me. Yeah. I, I love it. I, I love the revamp of Raquel Gonzalez's character. Like, all that. Yeah, it's definitely worked really well so far. And also here for, like, apparently, like, we I think we joked about this whenever, um, whenever, uh, Sasha did it. Like, if you just dye your hair, you're all of a sudden just, like, good or bad now. Remember she yeah. came back with blue hair and she was a heel? Yeah. So Candace has purple hair, so she's just, you know, a heel now? <laughs> so when she goes back blonde, does that mean she's face? It might. <laughs> like, oh, man. Um, yeah, this, but like, yeah, we said, all this was fun, man. This was this was really cool. Like, literally, Candace and Mia, like, fought each other away to only appear later on, which I'm going to let you mention what Mia was wearing later on <laughs> when oh, she yeah. came back. Yeah. And uh, Tegan got the pin over Dakota, which was was supposed to happen, you know? Still getting their feud together. Um, Finn Balor over Damian Priest. Besides being hard-hitting, which, of course, it was going to be hard-hitting as Finn. Like, I I, I loved and I saw a lot of people on the same page of, like, yo, Damian Priest is really good. Oh, Damian Priest is incredible. I mean, he brought back the Razor's Edge. from the... From the matches he had with Keith Lee. This is also true. I mean, he doesn't win, but still in all these matches. Yeah. I mean, like that that fall on the damn back, like on, on those heavy steps. Never forget. <laughs> Cole wasn't up here to tell us how heavy they were. But that was incredible. That, this whole match was, I mean, I'm still hurting just from watching it. Yeah, that was definitely a great match. And when we get on NXT later, I got a couple of questions about Finn anyways. But that's for, you know. Um, it could be a couple of people's match of the night. But I don't know. Um, Keith Lee over Johnny Gargano. The new Johnny Gargano. That was probably my match of the night. I think it was pretty good. I, I like all the theatrics with it. Oh, yeah. That was absolutely incredible. That was, that was great. <laughs> like, fucking, um, literally, like, just stabbing, a, like, that man in the eye with the key. <laughs> yeah. Like, what in the world? I love the fact that they're, like, their women came back and everything. And, like, you mentioned, like, whatever we was watching, me and Yim just popping back up or whatever with Tim's on in sweatpants. Because, <laughs> of course, why not? I and mean, nobody's gonna sit around in their wrestling gear that whole time. I mean, you, you don't just, you don't just sit around in your drawers, <laughs> well. you know. <laughs> um, from there, we were shocked at first that it wasn't the main event, but I was like, okay. And we got a cinematic match. Now, bro, did you see people was hating on this shit? Yeah, I saw a lot of people didn't really enjoy it. I mean, it wasn't as good as I was hoping, but it was still. <laughs> fun i still liked it i felt like we could see people were saying they couldn't see and i was like okay now oh, no, I, I don't see just fine, i don't yeah. ever want to hear that we can't see shit like we didn't go through fucking um what what was that the longest night game of thrones shit oh yeah i literally couldn't see you know so it was just everything i mean Velveteen, I, mean, I could see that too maybe i just maybe that's just me i don't know 
Maybe I need to go back. Maybe I need to go back and watch it on my TV. I was at a friend's house and it was. No, blurry. I saw it. I saw it again on a different TV, and it was actually really fucking dark. Okay, yeah. So I guess my TV's just bright. I don't know. I mean, Velveteen came out there. Ah, came out there dressed as a uh, Negan from. Uh, oh yeah, from The Walking Dead. There you go. I'm about to say you have to hit the show because I've never watched it. You're not missing much. I heard it was good, but it just went to shit. The first. Uh, First three seasons I liked, and then after that, eh. I haven't watched it since like 2013, so. Understandable. But yeah, I mean, a lot of shit here and there. Fucking Dexter Loomis uh, kidnapped the Undisputed Era literally in the middle of the match. I love Dexter Loomis. His character is perfect. Uh, Somebody said that they noticed, okay, of course, Cole gets like busted up or whatever or his arm gets busted up like on the um oh the, on the windshield the windshield yeah. but then literally is he's good like a couple of minutes later i didn't notice that yeah, like, i didn't notice that i didn't either but like, that was that was hmm. that was nitpicking i guess by that point we were too enthralled in the match yeah hmm i don't know the fucking panama sunrise or whatever on all those chairs that was the best spot of the night maybe yeah I think so. Like, I mean, my head hurts. Yeah. I mean, that was some, like, old school ECW shit. And I want to know who came up with that spot. Because that's definitely something Paul Heyman would have done back in the day. <laughs> I wonder. He's like, hey, so um, so th- this is the spot we got. What do you think? Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even Morrow said it reminded him of ECW. <laughs> Did you, um... Did did you see Adam Cole retaining? I can't remember what we like when we talked about I, what you had said. I think I picked Velveteen to win, but I was like kind of fifty fifty on it. I remember. Like, I'm not us. surprised that Adam Cole won, right? But I wouldn't have been surprised if he lost, and they brought all three or all four of them, I guess, up to Raw or SmackDown. Because it made more sense when, because like at first, you know, we just heard that stipulation of like he's not allowed to compete for the belt. Yeah. But it's he's not allowed to compete for the belt as long as Adam Cole yeah, is when, the champion. When Adam Cole said that part, when they added the second part, I was like, oh, okay. That makes a lot more win. sense now. I was like, if he can't ever challenge again, he's obviously going to win the belt. Yeah. Because I don't know if I don't know if anyone's ever lost that as the challenger with that stipulation that I can think of. Right, like I, I, when it comes to a bell, I'm just like, uh, well, actually, you know. I think maybe the, the Miz did one. No, no, that was as long as John Cena was champion, and he found a loophole around that anyway. Damn, see, classic Miz. That was when he still sucked though. Ugh. Did he have the mo- the faux hawks? Yeah. Okay, yeah, he was trash. He was trash. I mean, <laughs> that was like, I think I was definitely still in high school, maybe eleven, twelve, something like that. But in overall, though, you like this backlot brawl yeah, slash. Yeah, um, overall, it was a good match. Not as good as it should have been, but good. I was about to say, what you think about the whole like Fast and the Furious shit or whatever with all the cars with their lights on <laughs> surrounding the ring? Yeah, I didn't see that coming, but it was interesting. Is somebody called an Uber? Do we still know? Who, do we do we ever know who called that Uber? Was it was it Dexter Loomis? Was it a setup? It must have been. Hey, I mean, man. he he is a. Serial killer. He has all these things planned out ahead of time. We still haven't heard him speak. We haven't. I don't even know if I ever heard him speak in um, TNA when he was Samuel Shaw. Oh, he was in TNA? I think so. I'm pretty sure he was Samuel Shaw. Was this TNA or Impact? 
I guess I'm about to ask you TNA Probably because Impact. I don't know. I about to say, this, do we know where to find Impact at? Other than well, it's on Access TV, but I don't have that channel. So, <laughs> oh man, hey bro, we got to learn how to work Twitch eventually. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Ah, yes, he was Samuel Shaw in TNA. Got you. So, our main event though, NXT Takeover in your house, we crowned. Not surprising, not surprising that we crowned a new champion, but who the new champion actually was. Even though I think we literally both was like, "Fuck it, let's go, Io." Yeah, we literally did say that. Now we were saying it just the fact of like, why not? Yeah. Greenville never lets us down with the background noise, guys. <laughs> Anyways, so, <laughs> so um, but no, we we crowned a new NXT Women's Champion, Io Shirai, the genius of the sky. Yeah, I was definitely okay with that. More than okay. Do you know what I was pissed off about after the fact? What? Did you see, um, I can't remember what it was or whatever. I think, oh, I think I watched, like, the first little bit of NXT or whatever. And they had people, like, who submitted their videos or whatever about EO's reaction. I was like, we popped in here. What the oh, fuck? Yeah. I was like, do I need to, like, pop later or whatever and record us shit when, um, <laughs> when Randy Orton beats Edge in the greatest wrestling match ever? You know? <laughs> But no, I thought this match was great. It was, yeah, really good. God bless. People, Do we I saw know people were upset because Charlotte didn't get pinned, but I was like, of course she didn't get pinned. I like the little storytelling, though. Like, well, not little. I, lo- I love the just little subtle storytelling as far as, like, we've already watched Rhea, like, tap out to this move before. Yeah. Like, we literally just saw a couple of months ago. So... When she locked that in, I was like, oh shit, you know, but... Yeah, I thought that was it, yeah. But the same way, like, EO popped up out of fucking nowhere, like, when she jumped off the fucking house, which... (laughs) Please bring back set designs, WWE. Like, we we literally had the little camera angle switch up or whatever with Johnny Gargano. Oh, yeah. He came out of the house, and someone got thrown into the house, and EO jumped off the house. Like, shit was crazy. Do we know if Rhea's okay because she took that moonsault? Straight to the face. She, yeah, she kind of did. Like, someone said, the agony of defeat when, like, not only was you about to get tap out or whatever, you, you like, literally, like, is your nose good? Is she okay? <laughs> like, my God, man. that I'm hurting now. Just, like. Also, I think that finish makes Rhea look stronger because she didn't tap out. And yeah. she got pinned while she was in a figure eight. So. That's true. I guess last little things, because, uh. I was watching random what culture videos or whatever, and we didn't talk about when um, Keith Lee retained his North American Championship. You know, he had Black Lives Matter written on not only his jacket, but on his shorts or whatever. Yeah. Did you hear about Rhea Ripley's outfit? Mm-mm. So you remember she had on the one white boot? Yeah. And then, like, I was like, yo, what the fuck is she doing with the contacts or whatever? Right, yeah. It was supposed to be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's one black boot, there's one white boot. She had one different color eye than her normal eye. Hmm. It was also supposed to be like Black Lives Matter. Interesting. Which didn't catch it. No, yeah. Shout out whoever did and whoever told her to do that. I respect it even way more or whatever. And hey, I'm not questioning her at all or whatever. I've I, I seen her do. <laughs> I've seen her man. So I'm like, okay, I know she I know she believes Black Lives Matter. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Um... So, I feel like I know this, but I guess I'm going to have to ask for the people. Did you watch Raw, bro? No. 
I was planning on it, but okay, so long story short, guys, there's this like bachelor joint that like comes on now, whatever, about the greatest seasons, and I was okay, so I watched that with my girl or whatever, and it'll, I'll be done by 10 o'clock. They stretched that shit out to three hours. I literally looked at her and was like, I was gonna watch the last hour of Raw. Like, really? <laughs> I was passed out whenever. I, I don't know, bro. I woke up next day just like, I ain't watch Raw. I don't even remember how the fuck Bachelor ended. Like, what is, what is happening? Yeah, I was gonna watch, and I was like, or I could just watch movies. I literally um, hit you. Like, I was like, yo, soon Joe, you end up watching Raw? Nah, I watched some movie. I was like, oh, what movie? You know, I can't even remember. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? Like, what? <laughs> I still don't remember either. Oh, God. So I got I got our breakdown here, bro, and one of them is gonna completely like make you run up the wall, but you know I can't wait. So we started this shit off with um, Charlotte calling out Oscar again because you know I always beat you. Yeah, and she's interrupted by Bailey and Sasha, who are on you know Raw, and they're like you know we're we're great and we dominate and everything, and then the Iconics came out. And they said, it doesn't matter because we're going to win these belts. So now we randomly got a triple threat tag team match. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. L- literally. Because, of course, it's Raw. So, you know, of yeah. course, we had a random triple threat match. Wow. It's almost like Teddy Long's back in charge. <laughs> Wait. The white boy challenges or one-on-one with the Undertaker? Well, just all the tag team matches. <laughs> so, of course, uh, Charlotte and Oscar are just beefing the entire time. Mm-hmm. They're They're not really having it. Tagging each other, all that stuff. Eventually, Oscar makes I think Billy Kay tap out to the Oscar lock. Hmm. Okay, cool. But Charlotte, after the fact, you know, knocked Oscar out, stood over her like holding the belt. You know, classic heel trope shit. Okay, you know. Yeah. It was next where we got. Excuse me. I gotta. Y'all gotta. I gotta put some respect on this man's name. The Monday Night Messiah. Who came down to the, um and told us about? Uh, pretty much, it was him and Rey Mysterio arguing because Rey Mysterio is like still not cleared because of his eye, quote unquote. So they're arguing via Skype. You know, our little Skype calls <laughs> in or whatever. Yeah. And Rey vowed, vowed to make Ray, um Seth Rollins pay for what he's done. And uh, mm-hmm. Seth was like, you know, you had, you had to get sacrificed, and then I retired you last week. <laughs> I still think Dominic's going to become a disciple. If he does, I swear to God, I'm I'm here for all of it. Like, let's just go full on yeah, into it. Fuck it. And then Dominic has to beat Ray in a match, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> why, why are we really giving them, like, fucking anime-ass shit? <laughs> oh, my God. Um. So, literally, while Seth's doing all this, Aleister Black pops up out of nowhere and attacks Seth. So then we get a tag match between the Disciples, um, Mur- Murphy and Austin Theory versus Aleister Black and Humberto Carrillo, defending the honor of Rey Mysterio. Hmm. So before I tell you how you think this, what do you think happens next? Uh, I'm assuming Austin Theory and Murphy win. They lost this week because uh, Aleister Black knocked out Murphy. Uh, but after the fact, Rey Mysterio, I mean, excuse me, Rey Mysterio. The Monday Night Messiah came out there in Rey Mysterio's mask because you know he, he took his mask a couple of weeks ago, and he's yeah. been he's been treating that shit like precious. He came out wearing his mask, got the upper hand. <laughs> I love it. And, <laughs> and 
And then, you know, of course, the hills stand tall after that. And he just, like, held Ray's mask up like he literally, was like, had the belt. So. I am here for it. Monday Night Messiah, man. You know. Um, Christian was back. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, he got in Edge's ass, man. He was like, if you're not going to take this seriously, there's no way you can win. Everyone's saying he's going to betray Edge. uh, I don't know if I want that. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know if I want that. I mean, we know how Vince feels about Christian. What, are we going to have an Edge and Christian feud after this? Who wants that? No offense. Yeah. That's not... Yeah. I I literally have made it the the intro. So, like, you know, you'll go back in here and the people have already heard it. Um, Randy Orton cut a promo backstage where he said he's literally going to make um, Edge a family man again. He's like, you're, he's like, I'm going to end your career again, and you're going to be forced to go back home with your lovely wife. And he named his um, daughters out by name. So, you know, it's real personal Damn. now. Yeah. Wow. I mean, we've already went from, like, you know, straight blood feud and a last man standing match, and now we're going to have the greatest wrestling match ever. Because, you know, we're just going in <laughs> full reverse. Like, like with our blood feuds. Like, who whoever knew? Yeah. <laughs> just... Oh God! Um, I don't think you're ready for this week in MVP Bobby Lashley shit. Oh, what happened? So you remember last week I told you Lana got pissed off, or whatever, and she slapped uh, MVP for yeah. stealing her husband. So this week MVP is cutting a promo with uh, Charlie Caruso and everything, and he's talking about how um, Bobby Lashley is going to be the new WWE champion. And I think our truth came out after MVP called him a clown. <laughs> so then our twenty four seven seven eleven I ninety five three sixty five champion got put in the full Nelson by Bobby Lashley because you know we just got to oh, put the full Nelson Bobby over. Masters now. Yeah, we, we got to put the full Nelson over. You know, so oh, this isn't the first time he does it again later. Just wait, just wait. <laughs> I'm glad you just got a little sip of water because you gonna need you, you gonna need you gonna need it for this one, bro. Prepare for laughter. This week in the anything you can do, we can do better challenge between the Street Profits and the Viking Raiders. You want to guess what it was this week? Oh, what? <laughs> oh no, it's great. I was gonna send it to you, but I was like, no, no, no. I, I wanted it to be a surprise first. So they had a decathlon. A decathlon. Mm. I don't know if I said it right. Would you? Y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about? <laughs> I'm going to just say things, and you tell me who you think won, okay? So, first, we had a 1,600-meter race between Ivar and Montez Ford. It's a long-ass race. Yeah. But uh, definitely Montez? Yes. <laughs> so, Street Profits went up 1-0, and hilariously, what's about to happen next or whatever, you can still see Ivar trying to finish the race <laughs> in the background. Wow. So next we had Dawkins versus Eric in archery. Eric. Yeah, yeah. By far. So tied up 1 1. Um, <laughs> I, bet that, I bet that's the first time that Angelo Dawkins ever even held a bow. Oh, got, got to. Got to. <laughs> Shout out to him for something he's going to say later on or whatever that took me on the floor, but I'll get to it. <laughs> so next we had Flip Cup. <laughs> between <What>? all four members. <laughs> wow. 
Who you think had this one, bro? The Street Profits. They did, yep. Yeah. <laughs> street Profits go up 2-1. So next, you got to... Okay, well, never mind. This ain't the one I got to explain. So next we have sword fighting between Ivar and Montez Ford. So Ivar? Yeah. Montez got out like they have him like dressed up and shit with like a sword in one hand and a shield with like armor on and Montez literally stops the shit and was like I ain't about to do this with him <laughs> <laughs> and just like forfeits <laughs> oh god I'm telling you bro I was like okay y'all trying to take cause I, I was hearing all this shit it made me I was like I have to go back and watch this like this is incredible oh man okay so next we had Hurdles, you know, like a, a hurdles race mm. between um, Dawkins and Ivar. So Dawkins? Yes, even though Ivar thought he won, but he was not jumping over the hurdles, but running through them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so this is the one I had to explain or whatever. So next we have stick fighting between... Dawkins and Eric where pretty much like both of them are holding sticks or whatever with each hand and you pull each other and everything and like the the winner is the person that gets his opponent thrown in goat milk which they had a pool of quote unquote goat milk hmm. so I'm assuming uh, Eric won that one Eric did win yes sir and um, the funny part about this was Montez Ford was like, come on, ba- come on, baby, you got this. And Dawkins said, that's coming strong for somebody who just forfeited. He said, <laughs> well, brother, you know, I can't do this because I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> wow. I mean, safety first. Hey, that's, that's, that's right. That's right. Um, oh God, bro. So next we had a dance off between Ivar and Montez Ford. So Montez, Montez did win, yes, because um he he danced to um Shawn Michaels' "Sexy Boy." <laughs> as Eric was about to jump in and reply with, but Ivar grabbed him and said, "No, I got this." Handed him the phone and then danced to Fondango's music. <laughs> wow! And they had three judges. Um, Ivar grabbed the woman who, after we're told him he you know he's getting the vote because. He's kind of cute, and Eric isn't. So, you know, keeping right. that gig. But the Prophets won the other two judges' vote, so Street Prophets go up on that one. Oh, bro, I'm, I'm telling you, like, the commitment to this shit is incredible. I don't even know if I have to tell you who won this next one and everything, because it just gives itself away. Next, we had a turkey leg eating competition. So, the... The, uh, uh, the Raiders? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't even close, honestly. And I mean, the only thing with this one was besides, you know, just um, <laughs> Dawkins looking at the um, at the turkey legs and saying, "Yo, this shit look dry. I need some hot sauce on it." Wow. Um. Next, we have shot put between Dawkins and I want to say it was Eric. Eric. Dawkins actually mm-hmm. got this one. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, shout out shot put. That was crazy. The last thing we got in this one, as the street profits are up five to four in the decathlon, pole vault between Montez Ford and Ivar. 
Did Ivar win? Ivar, he said, okay, first Montez got it on like a good little thing. Ivar said, raise the bar for Air Ivar. <laughs> wow. So they tied at 5-5. Five, five, five. Hmm. And anything you can do, we can do better to Decathlon. Still no wrestling match. I'm kind of still okay with that. I, I am too, because these have been some of the... I haven't laughed this much on like their like TV and shit that didn't have anything to do with R-Truth in a while. Yeah. And shout out to Viking Raiders for not taking themselves too serious and being like, hey man, this is this shit is good. This shit is gold right now. Plus, this way nobody has to lose a match. Yeah, no one's oh. losing a match. People are just losing events. Yeah. And, you know, turkey legs just keep being popping up and we <laughs> realize that Ivar is cute. And Eric isn't. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, man. So, <laughs> triple threat match for the number one contendership for the United States Championship between Andrade, Kevin Owens, and Angel Garza. I need your thoughts on it or whatever because it's, it's, it's a clear, it's an easy, like, you know, which, I mean, it's probably already been spoiled or whatever to you. Actually, I don't know who won that one. Who you think got that one? Kevin? It should have been Kevin. But we know we couldn't do face versus face. Oh, that's true. Was and, it was it Garza then? Andrade. Oh. Wow, well, okay. Yeah, apparently um they've turned Selena Vega into the damsel in distress because at one point she got knocked off the ring apron and then, you know, because Garza and Andrade just couldn't decide who which one of them was gonna pin KO. Hmm. But you know you already know how KO got defeated in this match. How? Come on, man. The most devastating oh, move in oh. sports entertainment today. Oh, the surprise roll-up. <laughs> I think I think Simon's counter went up to like 40, 41. <laughs> Was that just for the year? Yeah. <laughs> Legit. I don't know. This <laughs> hey, man. God bless. So, yeah, we're getting that match at Backlash. Because, of course, we're getting that match at Backlash. <laughs> Next, we had a. He's forgetting a title match at Backlash. Come on now, speak on it. It'll be a good one. Well, it should be a good one though. Yeah, I feel like they'll go off again. And Abra, let's go ahead and say it. This should be the moment. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, when um, Dijak. Yes, yes. If you guys don't know, Corey's been sending me shit or whatever. Dominic Dijakovic has been, like, teasing a bunch of shit, but pretty much about coming to Raw. And we said he sh- he should attack um, Apollo Crews. But do it after the match. Like, oh, yeah. Apo- yeah. Apollo standing there in victory, and then Dijak just comes out there and nails him and holds up the title. Absolutely, yeah. And fucking, like, I mean, is Michael, do, is it confirmed Michael Cole's um, doing the entire show? That's what I heard, but I don't I don't know if it's confirmed. We need it to happen. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, because yeah. he's going to make that shit seem like, like, like Jesus yeah, just got yeah, back. The second coming of Christ. Yes. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> <It's> got... <laughs> well, he would be doing that part, right? Because it's Raw. Wait, no, he does SmackDown. Yeah, it'd be Phillips, I yeah, guess. That's, that's why I hope. Look, I'm trying to hope it's, it's cold the entire show. Well, because Phillips was on NXT recently, so I don't know. That is also true. Yeah, he did in your house. Although, that might have been maybe because Nigel couldn't. I don't know. I feel it. I feel it. Um... Kurt Angle was the Hall of Famer who called in this week via Skype to talk about the greatest wrestling match ever. <laughs> who do you think he picked? Edge. 
Edge. He did pick Edge, he did and he pick said, I, I personally know something about being in some great wrestling matches. But he's like, you know, and it wasn't hard, but I have to go with Edge in this one. Uh-oh. I mean, he couldn't pick Randy. He broke Randy Orton's ankle one time. Oh, really? Oh, really? Well, kayfabe. Well, kayfabe. Uh, oh, okay. uh, WrestleMania 22? Whenever they had the triple threat match with Kurt, Ray, and Randy for the title. Yeah. Leading up to at WrestleMania, Kurt Angle put Randy in the ankle lock like seven times on an episode of SmackDown and like broke his ankle. Mm. Good We're going to talk about some We're ankles about later some on, ankles too, but not with, but not with WWE. WWE. Um, no, we got two we got two, two things two left, two for, left Raw. for Raw. So, so first off, first it's the off, highlight. Is it, highlight. What's the MVP what's shit the joint, MVP joint called? The highlight room? The highlight room? Or the MVP or lounge or whatever? whatever? I don't know. But whatever the fact, we were going to do it with Bobby Lashley. So before that, so before Drew McIntyre interrupted and said, "How could MVP, how MVP um, manage Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashley and make him a champion when, champion when where when him when MVP him himself has not been a champion? MVP has been a U.S. champion. Well, he said he hasn't well, been a world, been a world champion. champion, so he's calling him uh, out in that case. And then, and then we go from there into a match with the same Viking Raiders, who are we would think are the number one contenders for the Raw tag belts." Against, against Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashley and MVP. And MVP. Hmm. You want to guess how this one is? This I mean, I kind of gave it a little bit away earlier. Does Bob put one of them in the in the master? Yeah, lock? <laughs> um, Eric. Lock. Yeah, he put Eric in the um, in the in the, the full Nelson, <laughs> aka the master lock, until the match was over. And then, of course, you know, shenanigans happened. He tried to put Ivar in it. And then it's like a whole like kerfuffle between, like, Drew, like Drew who interfered and the Street Profits got, got in at some point. It's just, I don't know. Like, she got crazy. Oh, at one, oh, at one point during the match, literally during the match, Lana came out there and was like, you know, Bobby's going to win and bring back the title and it's going to be, 2020 is going to be the year of Lashley. So... Take that one however you want to take it. I guess we'll see. <sighs> the way we ended we Raw is the way, the way I feel like I people feel like are going to like try and turn their backs, turn their backs on, the on the GOAT. But it's kind of disrespectful kinda because the GOAT didn't do this. So, so the people who literally people tagged really together tag at the beginning of the show now have a match at the end of the show. Non-title match, Charlotte versus Oscar. The reason why this went on last or whatever, apparently this went like almost about 30-something minutes. And I want you to guess how you think this ended. Because from what I told you earlier about Charlotte standing tall, you're like, hmm, now how would this main event end? Right, yeah. I assume with her winning. Who? Charlotte. Damn, you. yeah, you're right. She did win. She won via she won Nia, 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 Nia Jack's distraction. distraction. In my notes, In my I don't know why, but I wrote why, Gia instead of Via, but I knew what I meant. <laughs> but yeah, apparently, but yeah, apparently Nia interfered Nia or whatever, or just, you know, oh, no, you're here. And then, yeah, Charlotte got a big boot. So I'm literally just sitting around waiting or whatever for WWE, or which, I mean, they would have did it by now. So I guess they're not going to, because if they were going to, I'm just shocked. They're like, yo, this isn't triple threat already. 
Yeah, I'm glad it's not though. It's like yeah, we're it's glad like, it's not, and it's like yo, this, this is the goat, and they gonna make people hate the goat, but it's like it's not the goat's fault that she just get put in everything. People already upset that she was already back on roll. Oh, bro, we we talked about this shit like what two weeks ago, dude. The minute Becky Lynch like got confirmed pregnant, we already said it was a matter of time. We we knew we knew that belt was getting dropped. We just didn't know if it was gonna be Io or Rhea. Like, yeah, it's, I mean, come on now. Although I do, since obviously Oscar's going to be feuding with her next, I do hope Oscar wins this yeah. time. Yeah, because it makes the most sense. I mean, can you imagine a a main roster show without a horsewoman on it? No way. <laughs> God, they wouldn't know what to do with themselves. Um, in next on to all elite wrestling. Now I know you ain't been watching all elite watch wrestling all and everything, wrestling but I've been keeping you. I've, I've been keeping you on like what's kind of what's going on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so hey, bro, fuck hey, bro, it. Maybe I'm a part of the problem because you know why? I personally watch the random clips from which I don't listen to his entire pod, but I watch the clips or whatever that pop up on YouTube of Jim Cornette's outrage. And they're, I mean, just to hear him in like pure dismay gives me joy. Now is that bad? No, because I feel the same way. <laughs> because his reaction his just be pure, pure comedy. comedy. What was he upset about this time? Well, well, I'm gonna get to I'm it. I'm gonna tell you when. But you know, he's been he's been lo- he actually he actually had on guest um, FTR last week. Huh? Yeah. Interesting. Um, we started off the um, show with Jericho joining the commentary booth with Excalibur, Jr. and Tony Schiavone. Where he just continued to call um, JR and ass the entire time. (laughs) All right, I'm here for it. (coughs) Our first match we had tonight was um, The Butcher and The Blade versus FTR. I'm still trying to figure out why we're just calling them FTR and not The Revolt. I don't know if they don't have it trademarked yet or what's going on. But literally, it's just FTR. I mean, we know who it is. You know what I'm saying? Your man, Dax Hardwood. And it's it's, and it's, it's hardwood and not hardwood. He tried to, you know. Oh, did he? Did he change? Well, it? I don't know if he changed it, but it, it, it was it was spelled out hardwood instead of hardwood. That's probably a good. Oh, choice. bro, if it was hardwood, I mean, come on now. And Cash Wheeler, but whatever. So this was a pretty good match and everything. You know, they went back and forth. Um, we already knew the butcher and the blade was losing though, because I mean, come on now, you don't bring the FTR in to lose their first match. So after the fact, after the fact, and you gotta hold, like, I'm gotta telling you, bro, you, bro, if you ain't, if watching, you ain't watching, you gotta hold you gotta on hold sometimes. She's like, wait, 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 what the fuck is going on? Because I'm starting to realize this isn't full WCW yet, but if you don't know what's going on, it's easily to be confused. Like, I'm watching every week, so it's like, okay, yeah, I got that, I got this. So after the fact, FTR are cutting a promo where they're saying they're the best tag team in the world. And then the Young Bucks came out because they're like, um, well, actually, we've been making tag team wrestling relevant the last 15 years. So, of course, you know, they're teasing that little shit. And then you'll never believe, like, I mean, I can even tell you, you'll never believe who came down to the ring next and attacked all of them. Kip Sa- or super bad super Kip, bad, Sapien, Kip Sapien, Sapien and Jimmy Havoc. Yes, they are. They actually had a, um, a title shot like oh, two, right. weeks two weeks ago or something. Why did they just 
Why do I just keep mashing everyone together? Oh, you ain't ready for the other mashup or whatever, bro. Trust. That's I'm starting to realize apparently dark is what they do to like lead you up as a tag team. When they actually have other tag teams who do see. I don't know. It's crazy. So, you remember I told you about the natural nightmares on AEW Dark. The team of um, Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall. So they were cutting a so promo, cutting backstage, a promo and, backstage, and uh, uh, Allie, Allie, you know, former former, former the, bunny, the bunny, was wearing, was wearing an, official an official nightmare family nightmare jacket, jacket with her name with Allie, Allie written Allie on it, written and Brandy was Brandy pretty, was pretty bit, bit upset with this, you know? She's not really feeling it. You know, and they don't necessarily trust Allie, and QT's like, you know, that's... I saw on Twitter, actually... Dustin tweeted something about he was pissed off that she was in the the jacket. Yeah. He's like, that's for family, and she's not family or something. Yeah, night, yeah. nightmare family, man. Right? You know, even though like everything like goes off or whatever, because like we had the nightmare collective, and now we got the natural nightmares. Like, how many more things with nightmares yeah, right? can you? I want to point out, I've never liked Cody's whole the American nightmare thing. I get it. I get yeah. it because you know the American dream. Yeah. But hey, nigga, you a face. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't even make sense at all, and it's kind of corny. I guess it's just branding. Like, because the American Dream, I get it. You know, the American Dream is an actual idea, and then Dusty Rhodes is like the embodiment of the American Dream. Right? Nigga, what's the American Nightmare? I mean, I have answers to that question, but I don't think anybody wants to hear that answer. So I'm gonna just leave that alone and say it's corny. I'm here for it already. <laughs> So I guess we're just, so I, guess we're just they, I mean, they're laying they're in the laying seats. In the like, it's too obvious it's too for an alley turn. So I guess it's like, so okay, like, when are we actually going to get it, though? You know? Yeah. Like, when is she going to reveal herself to still be the bunny? Who knows? Who knows? Babe, I told you on Dark or whatever a couple weeks ago, whatever, when she said, when she was on commentary, she said, why do you think his name's Q, like, what do you think QT stands for? Did I tell you? She said, because he's a cutie. Yeah. Boom. Oh man! So um, we got a random women's tag team match yet between our AEW women's champion Ukaru Shida, who Jr. still cannot pronounce Ukaru, so he just calls her Shida, and teaming with Chris. He's never been able to pronounce Japanese. This is very true. Even when he did New Japan commentary, I'm like Jr. You're working for a Japanese company. Maybe you know learns fucking. Who let him go over there knowing he can? That's the real question. Well, I mean it's. I mean, when you're new to the paycheck, JR, it's a paycheck. I get it. Commentary, yeah. Why not? He over there butchering the names, though. <laughs> but their live English commentary is actually way better than he ever did for them. But anyway. But yeah, um, yeah AW um, Women's Champion Karu Shida teaming up with Chris Statlander versus the team of Nyla Rose and Penelope Ford. So, so, I only got a couple only, things about this match or whatever. Maybe like two. So, at one so point, bro, Nyla Rose, who we, we have, like, said, is probably one of the best wrestlers on that show. You know, it's, it, like, which, it was between her and Sheeta, honestly. So, I'm glad she got the belt. I like Chris Statlander a lot, too. Um, which I should also, I guess I should mention this now. Um, 
I've told you, you Britt Baker, Baker, she's been doing her little like role, role model role joint. So, you know, so she had another she promo, had another promo where, where she was trying to be in her wheelchair and she had a weight she tied to the back and she couldn't like roll with it. <laughs> and she, she keeps talking about how, you know, management is against her and everything. And when she comes back, she's going to show Big Swole a lesson. So, you know, they're still building that feud up, even though it's going to be like a, couple, like a month or two away. But hey, here for, I'm here for all this Britt Baker shit. She still manages to be funny. Um, Nyla Rose at one point just did a move where like she like she she knocked out or not really knocked out, but you know what I'm saying? She she knocked out Chris Statlander and Karushita and like draped them over the top rope and then got to the top rope or like over the top rope. She got to the top turnbuckle and then fucking just flipped them over, bro. It was like you gotta find the move. Like it looked sick. Like I was in I was at M's house yelling. She's like, What are you like calm down? I was like, Did you not see? Like, this is crazy, yeah. Um, I don't really like the way it ended though because it just it doesn't make sense in a way. But pretty much, super bad Kip Sapien distracted somebody or did something, and then Ukarashida got knocked out and pinned by Penelope Ford. Not even Nyla Rose. Penelope Ford. Yeah, I don't like. That yeah, either. the heels. I mean, I don't need the champion loser. Also, I heard Chris Statlander tore her ACL in that match. Oh shit! I mean, hey, that that might be news. I just saw, I just saw it on Twitter. So. I hope not because I've been loving her lately. She she said she's gonna be out for a while. I hope it's like a kind of like we thought about Britt at first when we thought she was gonna be gone for a year and it's only for two months. So hey, best wishes and everything. God bless because I've been loving her work lately. <sighs> You're not ready for You're what's, ready next, for what's next, bro. So Darby Allin is, uh, is still, still not confirmed. Not like, confirmed, not confirmed. Like, he's still not. What's the word what's to, the wrestle? Word to he's, wrestle? He's not. He's, he's, he's not clear, he's to, not compete. clear to compete. But it's okay but though it's because okay, he's just you know he's just having random like promos or whatever. Not really promos, but he's having random segments in black and white, skating with Tony Hawk. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Tony Hawk was just there I, or whatever. While Darby was at, on top of a ladder trying to do a like a skateboard move down it. Like he failed like seven times or whatever, or six times, and then did it the seventh time. Like with Tony Hawk. I wanna know how they convinced Tony Hawk to be on a fucking wrestling show. And literally just be there for like one little segment. Yeah. So I mean that's pretty, that's pretty cool though. <laughs> I mean, shout, shout out Darby. You know, this was incredible. <laughs> So, next is what made Jim Cornette lose his fucking shit, bro. Are you ready for this one? We had a match between the best friends and, you know, freshly squeezed um, Orange Cassidy versus inner circle members Jake Hagar, you know, your your friend, Mm. and um, Santana and Ortiz. So, I'm going to just ask you, what do you think happens and then I'm gonna tell you the backlash. <laughs> Orange Cassidy put somebody's hands in their pockets again. He was about to do it to Jake Hagar, but he didn't get it off. Oh. But the faces did win. Jericho in outrage. He's still on commentary now. He's been on commentary this entire oh, time. Okay. Jericho on commentary is over this shit, leaves. Helps the heels get the upper hand on the best friends in Orange Cassidy. Okay, we're not worried about um, 
We're not working. Which also, the inner circle jumped on um, the best friends of Orange Cassidy before the match even started, but still lost. You know, heel tactics never win. Yeah. Even though at this point, so Jericho helps the inner circle get the upper hand. They're beating up on best friends of Orange Cassidy, even though they're not really worried about the best friends at this point. Orange Cassidy gets busted open, and then they pull out, bruh. You're not ready for this one. <laughs> they pull out a bag of blood oranges and proceed to whack Orange Cassidy with the oranges. <laughs> I'm not making this up, bruh. I take it that's what pissed off Cornette? Yes. I That sounds hilarious. He, yes, he... Oh, God. It, it was incredible. It must suck not having a sense of humor. I just looked Life and whatever. Must be so terrible. Right. Like I literally looked and I was like, oh shit, he's dead ass busted up from this shit. <laughs> like like he had a big ass like blood coming from the head, boy. Like it was crazy. You saying Orange Cassidy's weakness is oranges? Maybe. His kryptonite, if you will. Yeah. Hmm. It's, it's been in our face the entire time. We didn't see it. Um also too, I didn't even mention so um Aaron Anderson is like just randomly in the crowd. Uh, and then you see in the same kind of frame, or whatever. Um, Tully Blanchard is also in the crowd. Uh, Jake the Snake Roberts, along with um, what's our guy's name? Um, the one Cody beat. Oh, uh, Lance Archer. Yeah, Lance Archer were in the crowd. Like they have mm. some fans kind of looking like they're back in the crowd, but the wrestlers are still like you know mm. being the crowd and everything too. But they sh- they were showing camera shots and this. They looked like they had more people in there. Like actual fans, fans. But I'm not for sure about that. That that shit was hilarious. Um, MJF was cutting a promo next where he said, it's some bullshit because he defeated Jungle Boy, yet Jungle Boy gets a shot for the TNT title. This AEW management is um, is poppycock, and <laughs> they're, they're up against him, and it's bullshit. It's a fair point. So he's saying this and everything, and Billy Gunn is right there. And, you know, <laughs> I think MJF said some comment as far as, like, I'm surprised you're not trying to get your son or whatever or anybody else pushing this company. It was just. <laughs> so Billy Gunn, who is huge compared to MJF, looked like he's about to, like, maul him, and then Wardlow comes up. So, I'm not for sure if it's going to be a singles match next week of MJF versus Billy Gunn or if it's going to be a tag match with, you know, the Gun Club versus MJF and Wardlow. But I think it's going to be a singles match. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, this I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm here for it. I feel like Gunn's going to lose. He's going to get MJF even more over because MJF said, I still have not lost in months and I still have not been um, – Presented a TNT championship title shot. Fair. Oh, true. Yeah. Him and Britt Baker have points, bro. <sighs> so this one, I mean, it, it's it's a little bit of like, you know, I, I love when they get on their certain bit of storytelling. Also, I, I just really just thought of some old storytelling. I didn't even mention when I was bringing up earlier the, um, the natural nightmares. The reason why they were even having a promo is because next week they are going to have a tag title match against Hangman and Kenny Omega. Hmm, okay. So winning on Dark apparently does matter. I, I guess so. You know, you're not watching, but no. I watch when I'm bored. So I watch it in the background when I'm um, editing these podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so um, first, 
before we even got into this, we kind of had little promos about, you know, Cole Cabana hasn't won in a little while, and he's been slowly getting recruited by the Dark Order. Yeah. We, we go from that into a match between Cole Cabana and Sammy Guevara, which, you know, Sammy is still kind of injured and everything from the stadium stampede match. Mm-hmm. So to rile him up, Cole Cabana came out there also in a little scooter wheelchair thingy or whatever. Pretending like his leg was messed up. <laughs> but funny story. Hey, man, um, Sammy beat Cole Cabana clean. Hmm. So after the match, two things happened. The first one, so literally the Dark Order, led by Brody Lee, come out there, like help Cole Cabana up, and then just kind of like just walk away. You know, just say, hey, you know. Hmm. The, the offer is still out there. Right. We see later when Colt finally walks away, he kind of follows in the same direction. And later on, it's seen backstage. I think uh, he was doing an interview and he was seen walking out of Brody Lee's office. So, I mean, Colt hmm. Cabana, maybe future member of the Dark Order. I, mean, I don't know, but I, I like the storyline. Yeah. We go back to the ring. Sammy Guevara is out there still. And Matt Hardy, just Matt Hardy, whatever, comes out and tells him, you know, you're a great wrestler. You remind me of a young me. But you'll never get to where you want to be in the inner circle. Jericho's not going to let you do what you need to do. Um, I think Sammy Guevara says something about facts. And then, like, the matter, matter of facts popped up with Matt facts as um you know Matt Hardy ver- version one came out and gave Sammy Guevara some facts and wow. then Sammy says something about being broken and then Matt Hardy changed into his broken gimmick hmm. so yeah that's 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 what Matt Hardy's doing these days I'm here for it um we got some more Matt Hardy stuff but that's towards the end here um. You remember I told you about random ass tag teams or whatever, and mm-hmm. you were like, what is AEW doing with these random tag teams? So we got a trailer of Joey Janela just kind of sitting in a casino, it looks like, down on his luck with, like, drinking, you know, glass of liquor or whatever, and, you know, just kind of just out of it. So he's walking out of the place, and Sonny Kids pulls up in, like, a dope car and just tells him to get in, and then we see To Be Continued. All right. So that random tag team of Sonny Kiss and Joey Janela, I guess, you know, they're both from New Jersey, hmm, is just yeah. a real thing now, bro. They're, I mean, they're getting trailers now. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows, bro? Hey, shout out. Um, no, Oh, God. So um, we got a random Moxley interview, which he, I remember I told you on Dark or whatever, he wrestled some random dude who I looked up. I don't know his name, but whatever. So that's happening, and Taz comes out and is like, "Mox, you'll never be nothing. Cage is coming for you." You know, just like all you know, all heel shit. You see Brian Cage coming from the fucking like rear, just like coming behind with Moxley or whatever, and he just mauls him. We got a fucking spine buster on the like concrete outside, and then he fucking just like spears him into a fucking windshield. And Taz mm-hmm. is trying to calm him down, but like Cage isn't listening. Hmm. But then we get Fighter Fest, Mox Fighter Fest. 
<laughs> so, I mean, they're look, they're making Brian Cage look like a killer. He's not going to win, but they're making him look like a killer at least. So, that's yeah, still a thing. I'm here for that, yeah. The main event of this week's AEW Wednesday Night Dynamite was Cody defending the NXT, uh, excuse me, the NXT, you hear me? The TNT <laughs> title versus um, Mark Quinn. I know you know who this is, correct? Sound familiar. AKA our homie from the private party with the double mohawks. Oh. Yeah, Mark Quinn. All right. Mark Quinn put on a hell of a fucking match against Cody. Like the same okay. way Jungle Boy did last week, even mm-hmm. though I told you Cody just like fucking blading in a random, oh, like, yeah. you know, Wednesday night. He didn't blade in this match, but what had happened um, a couple of weeks ago, remember I told you Mark Quinn and I, I think uh, the other dude in Private Party's name is like um, Cassidy something or whatever. Mm. But. They had a match, and but Mark Quinn is pretty much in this match. Oh, they, they're having this whole thing where, like, uh, Matt Hardy said they, they remind him of, like, a, the new version of the Hardy Boys. But pretty much the entire match, like, Mark Quinn is, like, favoring, like, his ankles bothering him. So, eventually, Cody, like, last week or whatever, he kind of, like, got Jungle Boy the one moment he wasn't really paying attention and hit a super crossroads. Like, I mean, that shit was nice. This week, Cody's just like, okay, yeah, that ankle, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, young boy, but I gotta get you. Pretty much got him in the ankle lock and forced him to tap out. But he looked good in defeat, you know? That's good. Maybe they'll give Private Party a push as a tag team. Yeah, hey, possibly. So, uh, you know, every, everything's like hugs and kisses like that. He respects him, he raises his hand like, you know, you did that one, kid. Um, the other homie from Private Party and Matt Hardy come out. And oh no no, they're about to come out. But first, Jake Hagar attacks Cody, starts beating down on the inner circle, go out there and start, you know, making it a thing. And then we get the Hardy Party, which is the other member of a private party and Matt Hardy. And I think Dustin and QT, but it was a bunch of people yeah. pretty much. And Dustin said Hey, Gar, you want me so bad or whatever? Fighter Fest, me and you for this belt. So, okay. Jake Hagar versus Cody for the TNT title. Even though Cody is defending the title every week until then, so I guess they're just telling us, hey, Cody isn't losing this shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, WWE does that stuff too, though. They do, and I'm not going to criticize them. Just... No, John Cena did it when he was U.S. champ the last time when he did the open challenge every week, and then. Uh, gave KO a title match at a pay per view hmm. and lost by the Kevin Owens' first match on Raw beat John Cena for the US title. That was back when the NXT title was still hideous, right? Yeah, yeah, that was. <laughs> that belt was out here about as blocky as your damn table we on right now. Yeah, I mean, Kevin Owens, <laughs> I think Kevin Owens is like the fourth or fifth NXT champion anyway. Right. But yeah, that belt was trash. Yeah. I forget when they changed it. I forget who. It was changed before I got in. So yeah, for twenty seventeen, I think. Wait, did I get in twenty seventeen or eighteen? Eighteen. Was it when Shinsuke? Won? I don't know. I forget when they changed it. But God, that was such a needed change. Oh, must have. So speaking of NXT, that's where we're on next, man. And you did watch this one, correct? Yes, I watched it a couple of hours ago, actually. So, it's going to be a little stuff where I'm going to need your help with, like, starting off this um, Adam Cole slash Undisputed Era promo. Oh, yeah, that was that was really nice. 
So what was the reasoning behind this besides pretty much just, you know, y'all thought I was gonna really lose the Velvet team? Uh, to make to make Roddy look like he's losing his mind because, like the whole time, like three different times throughout the promo, Dexter Loomis would pop up in the crowd, but only only Roddy could see him because Adam Cole and um, Bobby were facing the wrong way, and every time Roddy would like start yelling, "Oh, he's in the crowd! He's in the crowd!" and uh, Adam Cole and Bobby would have to calm him down, and then <laughs> Dexter Loomis popped up again, and then he'd go away before uh, the other two could turn around. It happened like three times, I think. And it's like, damn, they're really making Roddy out here looking paranoid as fuck. So we're literally doing a Scooby-Doo angle. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the only time it happened tonight, though. It happens another time. Um, Our intergender match, or whatever we're going to call oh, it. Oh, yeah, the mixed tag match. Yeah, there we go. The mixed match challenge. <laughs> it was a good tag match. With um, so. Bro, I didn't know what was happening. I just know I was seeing thumbnails of fucking Keith Lee with... Like Johnny on one shoulder and Candace on the other one, and I was like, "Oh, they let us do this shit now." Which I mean, I was like, "I've seen Candace get down with dudes." Yeah, so. Candace hit him with a DDT after Johnny uh, hit him with a standing Enzigiri. Enzigiri. I know the the heels fucked around and um, got the victory here, but like, wasn't it like a distraction or some shit? Uh Keithley. Wait, so I forget exactly what happened, but Anna. Gar- Gargano hit a move on Keith Lee and he fell on top of Candace and then Keith Lee was worried that he hurt her <laughs> like he picked her up to like carry out of the ring damn it face shit and then, <laughs> yeah, and then Gargano rolled him up while he was still holding Candace who then like rolled out of the ring cause I guess she kinda got thrown and then he pinned him he pinned Keith Lee Dang. and didn't at all seem concerned that his wife was uh, injured because he just picked her up off the ground and she couldn't really even stand up by hey, herself. <laughs> and he's just celebrating the whole time anyway. Hey, bro, it's deeper than rap, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so so that feud isn't over yet. No, which it's, I'm fine with that. I I'm, think. I'm going to ask something at the end, but you go ahead. Uh, I'm imagining they'll have uh, maybe through the next takeover? Well, I guess it depends on when that is, so I don't know. It makes sense. Like,. I'm going to ask something at the end or whatever because maybe I'm just overthinking because I've, I've watched Adam Cleary's version of Ups and Downs for NXT. So, mm. you know, my, my joint got skewed, of course. Um, yo, I forgot these dudes, and I only kind of remember their manager because, you know, he's a brother named Michael Bibbins. Oh, yeah. But yeah. in this sh- share, in this share, yeah. Destroyed some jobbers. I mean, how long has it been since these dudes were like around? I don't even remember them. I remember they came out and like destroyed some people, like one or two weeks or whatever. But like, hmm. literally, clearly said they haven't been around since before WrestleMania. So if you're yeah. wondering why we forgot, that's why. Yeah. I mean, they looked impressive. Uh, I-, I guess we're gonna build them back up now. You know? Yeah, it would appear so. I mean, we literally didn't even have a tag match in our, in your house, so I uh, yeah, I guess that's just what we need to do now. Put up, I mean, shout out those poor jobbers. <laughs> yeah. Um, these next two, bro. I'm gonna let you take the reins because I don't really know what kind of happened like that. We had a fashion police promo. Oh, we did. It was great. <laughs> well, for me, of course, it was great. It was the fucking fashion police. I also found out that Tyler Breeze is only 32. Oh, okay. I really would have guessed he was like 35, 36. Right. Because he's been around for a while. I remember you telling me that. Like, he's been here a hot little minute. Yeah. But, 
in the promo, they were just like, hell, we'll entertain the fan until the bell rings. And then it's time to get serious. And I'm like, damn, they're going to give these two the fucking tag team titles. Finally. So you think they're going to get destroyed by these dudes who just destroyed these jobbers? I think they're going to be the next tag team champs. Hmm. Because uh, last week they beat uh, the Undisputed Era and, um, and um, Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan. Yeah. So, seems like they're going to give them a title match soon. Sure that. I hope they that. do. Because they sh- I'm still pissed off that they didn't beat the Usos. And I forget which pay-per-view it was, but they came out dressed like old women. Ah! And they should have won. They almost won. <laughs> Tyler Breeze almost pinned one of the Usos with a surprise roll-up. Damn. Uh, that would have been one of the times it was okay to do it, but whatever. Ain't that some shit. Ugh. Um, was next Finn Balor over Cameron Grimes? I think so. Yeah, that sounds right. So, what 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 happened with Cameron Grimes after the match? Because I'm going to talk about what Finn did later on. Like, as far as well, what before he said the, after the before match. the match, Cameron Grimes was in the back talking to uh, some of the female wrestlers. I don't think I recognized any of them. Okay. And then uh, one of the referees came up, the older, like, tan-skinned dude. Yeah. And he kept trying to get his attention, and Cameron, like, kept telling him to leave. And he was like, well, actually, I have Mr. Regal here on video call, and he has something to tell you. And uh, the second he, he sends the women away, and he starts pretending that uh, he has a broken jaw from when... <laughs> what's it? When somebody attacked him, I forget who. So he's like trying to talk funny to make it look like he's injured. Right. And Regal's like, you sure didn't seem like you had a broken jaw when you were talking to those, those uh, ladies a few seconds ago. And then he's like, you have a match with Finn Balor right now. And then they had to match. It was a good match. Was, I mean, Cameron Grimes has definitely grown on me. Right. I was like, when he first debuted, I was like, I know who he is. I think I'll like him. And then debuted, and I was like, ah, maybe not. But now I kind of like him. I think they've they've improved his character greatly. I ain't going to front. Like, when he first came in, I, I always forget. Um... I keep I'm, I'm I'm totally blank where he's from now, but you know he's from North Carolina, so yeah. I always give him his shout outs with that, of course. But when he first came in or whatever, because you know we always said we thought he was going to be the one to win that um the tournament yeah. that tournament yeah. In hindsight, he probably should have. He probably <laughs> really should have, honestly, right? <laughs> but he kind of just came in or whatever, and like he literally, I mean, I'm not. This is no disrespect to him or whatever. He just kind of looked like a bozo. Yeah, it's like he kind of looked like homeless. The whole dumb redneck thing. And, and now, like, it works. Like, that stupid-ass hat and everything or whatever. It's like, now, like when he started doing the hat, yeah. and they started shitting on the hat, I said, there's there's something here. We just ain't got there yet. <laughs> I like it. Because, like, at first, he was like Festus. And I was like, <laughs> Festus was trash <laughs> when it was funny to do something like this. It's not funny anymore. Oh, man. Like, I'm supposed to, like, take him seriously? He's... Not fast. Like a drooling, dumb redneck? Yeah, man. That's, mm. <laughs> um, uh, Dakota Kai defeated Arbu, Casey Catanzaro. And I'm pretty sure we're going to get Catanzaro and Caden Carter versus Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai next week. I'd imagine, yeah. So the faces, I mean, see, the, yeah, the heels are winning that shit. Yes. We can, yeah. 
As long as we give Caden Carter more TV time, though, it's fine. She's extremely talented, and we've given KCR praise for her support of Black Lives Matter. So, yeah. you know, it's a win. It was a decent match, though. Yeah, I mean, Casey, for someone who literally just started learn, like wrestling, like, what, a year or some change ago? Something like pretty that. Pretty damn yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, shit, Caden, too. She's been wrestling. Hey, you, you, hey it, it has been established years, on this podcast when we think about Caden Carter. It's some bullshit. Hey, she's went up against the GOAT. Now, she lost, but she went up against yeah. the GOAT. I mean, TV. she still looked really good in her uh, May Young Classic match. Facts. And that was like only a few months after she started wrestling, I think. Right. Just a natural athlete. I want to know where Triple H found her. It's like, where the fuck are you looking for people, Hunter? Hey, man, Paul. somebody. Shout out first black champ. I say it all the time. They was like, they need to find a lot of these, like, football players and athletes that didn't make it. And was like, hey, we got some money for you. Come train. I mean, that's what they did in the 90s. The Rock, former <laughs> football player. Yeah. Uh, Goldberg, WCW, but still former football player. Former football player. player. Brock Lesnar. Well, not a former football player professionally, but nevertheless. Roman Reigns right now, Roman Reigns, I mean, he's in his family, player. you know. John Cena played football in Division Two. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think he was an offensive lineman, actually. Get, what, the, was like I was like, what the fuck school is this? <laughs> but, I mean, it's Division Two, so, you know. Oh, okay, probably, yeah. He's probably still the biggest dude on the team. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> I'm going to need your help saying old buddy's name or whatever, because you're not going to never say it. El... He- oh, El Hijo. Del Fantasma. Yes. He revealed himself to be a part of these motherfuckers that was getting kidnapped. Yeah, I, I figured they were working for him, but I didn't think it would turn out to be Raul Mendoza and... Uh, Joaquin. Joaquin Wild, yeah. yeah. So that was cool. And then he unmasked himself. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Like, you don't ever see luchadors unmask themselves. Like, I feel like, yeah, there, there was there was something already in there, whatever, if he did that shit. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Does this mean we're getting a push with uh, Drake Maverick? I hope so. I mean, I'm not against it at all. I'm just saying, you know. Because, I mean, I didn't realize Drake Maverick was that good of a wrestler. Yeah. I didn't know he was as old as y'all told me. Like, y'all told me he was on, like, what was it, Impact or ROH? Yeah, he was on Impact. Before I stopped watching it, so hey, at least 2013, if not a little bit before that. Good old rock star Spud. So I guess you know we got us a new faction, um, Santos Escobar. Yeah, why does that name sound so badass? <laughs> I guess because Pablo Escobar. I guess it, it low key sounds like some shit I would hear on Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I need to go front like not trying to sound racist <laughs> or nothing. That shit sound cool as hell to me. Yeah, I was like, holy shit, this dude just unmasked himself? That is not, that is bad news for it's everyone. fucking NXT, man. You gotta <laughs> love it. Like, they, they, don't, look, they might slip, but they never fall. I wanna, I wonder if they had to convince him to go through with that, because that's a pretty big deal. I don't think they had to, I feel like, you know, as, as, as sacred as that is, and whatever, yeah. you know that. Yeah. I feel like he's just like, fuck it, I'll do it. True. You know? Like, it was, I feel like most shit like that, that's their decision, I wanna say, because, God knows yeah. we're going to talk about something in a little bit where it's like... I know every time it's happened to Ray, it's always been his choice. Oh, he needs to never take that mask off again. Yeah. He, like, Dominic's looked older than him the last five years. Ray has lost his mask to Seth Rollins, Chris Jericho twice, I think. Yeah. And at least once more in WWE, but I can't remember. Andrade almost took that shit off. Oh, Andrade almost took it, yeah. Disrespecting and vowing my family. He lost it <laughs> once in Mexico. But 
you're not supposed to ever put the mask back on if you lose it in Mexico. Yeah. And I heard a lot of people were pissed when he went to, uh, I think it might have been when he went to WWE and he was in a mask again because, like, you're not supposed to do that. But, I don't know. Whatever. At this point, it's like, yo, you know, way too, but, hey, we get it. Our main event, um, Adam Cole versus Dexter Loomis. Great, man. Dexter Loomis is so good. I mean, we already knew like, what was going to happen. After watching that match, I'm not at all surprised why they're giving him this push. Right. Like. Oh, before that, though, the Undisputed Era had a backstage segment. Uh-huh. And uh, Roddy came in with, a with like, a hand-drawn picture of, I couldn't tell exactly <laughs> what it was, but it, it looked not good. Like, it looked like somebody was going to get fucking murdered. Oh, okay. And uh, he showed it to Bobby Fish and Adam Cole. He's like, oh, he's, uh, Dexter Loomis is here. And they were trying to calm him down. He's like, but remember last time this happened and it came true? I guess he gave them a picture of them getting kidnapped or something. Because he's like, last time this happened, we ended up in the trunk of a car. And then Adam Cole and Bobby walk away to the ring because Adam Cole's like, I'm going to go kick his ass. They don't have anything to worry about. And then Bobby like looks out the the window pane in the door, yeah. and there's just Dexter Loomis just standing on the other side of the door. <laughs> this nigga's the fucking Zodiac killer. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. great match, of course. I mean, Dexter Loomis seriously fucking kills it. Right. At one point, he, uh, they were all outside the ring. I think this might have been. I think this was before the match ended. But they were like all outside of the ring, and then Adam Cole got back in the ring. Mm-hmm. And Dexter Loomis, when nobody was looking, went under the ring, came back out the other side, and then attacked Cole from behind. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm fucking here for it. For the fucking that little move that um that uh, King Corbin does or whatever, except for he doesn't go under the ring and all yeah, that shit. He, he just kind of like yeah. pops up and goes out. Yeah. And then uh, Adam Cole won, of course. But because... Uh, Say it. Because Say Roddy it. kicked... He uh, kicked Dexter Loomis in the head, and then uh, Adam Cole hit a last shot. Go ahead and say what happened after this shit, because it's going to take me back to something I wanted to bring up with Finn Oh, earlier. when Velveteen came out? Uh, Velveteen, after that. Velveteen came out, and yeah. then, you know. Oh, and then Roddy ran away because Dexter Loomis started chasing him? Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, are they going to give us a Roddy-Dexter Loomis feud? Because... It's gonna be that like he's gonna, he's gonna ter- he's gonna be terrified about like when KO was running away from Braun for all those. Oh months. yeah, that'd be a great match though. I'm here for it. Oh, but then yeah, then Scarlet came out, and I guess we're gonna get a Carrion Cross Adam Cole World Title match because she had an hourglass and she she was sending a message. Yeah. So this is the question I wanted to save to the end for you, bro. Am I the only one that thinks? Finn Balor and Karrion Cross are kind of like competing for the wrong title. Man. I thought Karrion was coming, or Karrion, whatever you're going to say. I thought Karrion was going to come after Keith first. That's what I would have expected, yeah. I mean, like, someone said it, like, he just wiped the floor with Tommaso Ciampa. Like, there's nowhere else he can go but the title right now. And I'm like, I ain't going to say it's too soon, but it's like, yo, like, I mean, is it too soon? I think. Man, I, I don't know. I, I thought like if he if him and Keith Lee go back and forth for a little bit, I mean, as far as size wise, that's yeah. a you know what I'm saying. When Keith's finally done, I feel like that's his chance to go for that title after Finn Balor can possibly have it, or who knows, or Finn gonna go to well, like UK. I, Keith Lee kind of low key already challenged Adam Cole in this week's episode. You know, like, and when I, they were doing a backstage segment. Keith Lee came up. 
And I forget what he said, but he was like talking shit, basically. Yeah. It's like, damn, everybody's going after Adam Cole all of a sudden. Because uh, I heard someone say they thought that Johnny Gargano was going to win at In Your House on some cheating shit, but it was going to be okay because then Keith was going to be like, I'm coming for Cole next. Yeah. And then, you know, but I I was like, okay, Keith has it. I'm not mad if when he finally lo- loses it, it is to Karrion Cross. Yeah. But Karrion going straight after Cole, I'm so lost. I don't know what's about to happen. Yeah, I didn't first. expect that. So, I don't know. I'm not mad. I, I don't just, think he'll win. And, and, and that's the thing. I don't, I'm not, you know, we're not one of the people <laughs> where it's like, oh, well, he lost or whatever, so he's buried. Yeah. You know? But at the same time, too, I'm like, I don't know. How you gonna pull this one off, Trip? Yeah. You know, we say don't ever doubt Triple H, but this Unless is kind of they finally sketch. pull the trigger on Roddy leaving the Undisputed Era, which I still hope they don't. He's just gonna go to a mental institution. <laughs> <laughs> is that what's happening next? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think Karrion Cross will win that title. Not this early, anyway. Maybe maybe he's just gonna fuck with him for a while. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, I was hoping. I thought at one point Dexter Loomis was gonna be the next feud, but. It looks like they're focusing on, uh, on him and Roddy instead of him and Adam Cole. I feel like I don't think Loomis is even like the kind of character who like needs a belt. He's just gonna that like is, that is true. It's kind of like what we said about Bray. I feel like you could give him the belt and yeah. it would work, but he would just have to not give a shit that he was champion. Exactly. Just be like, okay, just kind of like nonchalantly take it everywhere. It's like, oh yeah, I have this. I'm the world champion now. Hey, the fiend. The fiend beat John Cena. We ain't seen him since. That is true. He, we haven't seen yeah. and or heard from him since. He didn't. See, he didn't even come out and say that he put money up for um, out for Shad Gaspar. See, he's not. Mm, we can't yeah, see him. That's true. Yeah, you told me we can't see him. Um. <laughs> now we watched the end of SmackDown, but we got to talk about the entire fucking SmackDown, man. Which the end of SmackDown is pretty damn good. Crazy as it sounds, and it crazy oh, yeah, that's that some bullshit made us watch it. Yeah. Um. So what we missed at the beginning, though, we started off this shit with Sheamus and Jeff Hardy contract signing. Because, you know, Sheamus been doing oh. all this bullshit with uh, Jeff the Hardy. piss throwing. Yeah, the, the, the piss throwing. I need to go back. I tried to find a clip of it, but I didn't look that hard. I mean, literally, like, of course, we we already know what it is and everything. Um, Sheamus' exact quote was, if you don't fail the test, you're going to be in bigger trouble, but I'm not getting in the ring with a junkie. Yeah. I'm glad Jeff's okay with them doing this because that would be fucked up. Um, yeah, Jeff had a whole promo. I went back and found a little clip or whatever. He had a whole promo as far as like, you know, I apologize to my family and my loved ones every day and to these people in the WWE universe, which sometimes they say that I kind of, I just cringe a little bit, but whatever. We're not that big yet, so I guess I, I guess I fucking get it, you know. Yeah. But, but Jeff looks at him and said, you know what they say. Sometimes it's better to be pissed and to be pissed on and then throw the piss on him. <laughs> I'm not joking, bro. Right. That's literally what he said. That, that's, that's better than I imagined it. I thought it was just going to be cringe. I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, that one that's was kind of funny. Bad. I was yeah. like, okay. <laughs> now I'm even more upset that Fox cut it out of the uh, West Coast broadcast. Apparently, like, there was a scene know, later scene which, I mean, Simon joked around because, like, they were fighting backstage, like, later on. Because, like, also later on, too, like, uh, Seamus is, like, washing his face and washing his hands and all that stuff because, you know, he just got pissed thrown on. Yeah, him. of course. And the doctor said, um, I got bad news, but Jeff's um, test came back negative. So you're going to have to wrestle him. <laughs> um, 
after this, man, shout out to Big E. Shout out to Kofi Kingston. They had a match where before it came, before it even happened, they went into the ring. They got down on one knee and put their fist up. I say all this to say, niggas had to lose after that. I mean, I don't even know why I'm shocked. Yeah. <laughs> like the tag, I mean, the, 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 I mean, come on, man. No interference, no nothing, just everything. They just straight up lost to Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro. Why? Why? I mean, I mean, at least it was Shinsuke and Cesaro, not like a couple of losers. Uh, I'm not trying to be funny. Have they become losers at this point? Like, that's a real eh, question. Not as much as they could be. Eh, that's true. That's true. I'll give you that. That is very true. But I just I thought it was wild that they did all this, and then. Of course, loss. Like, what the fuck? <sighs> so this is when I hit you and I said, hey, so apparently the IC title is not only not happening at Backlash, it's not even being, like, it's being defended tonight. So, yeah, that was just a thing that was happening. Like, I was like, why is this not at Backlash? And, like... Wait, this can't even fucking main event SmackDown? Like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah, the fact that it didn't even main event, like, I don't know. I mean, it was it was insulting, but at the same time or whatever, like, we both were loving it. It was like, they oh, went a good, yeah. what, 35, about 40 minutes? <clears throat> Excuse me. Is it also bad that um I knew that AJ was going to win for two reasons? What's that? One, it's AJ Styles, and he got brought over to SmackDown for a reason. Oh, two, well, that's true, yeah. I told you, I only watched like two or three episodes of this past, or this past, this season of uh, Total Bellas, mm-hmm. but we all know that, you know, she's like, um, Bree's pregnant again, and then literally before she was pregnant, all she was doing was talking about how, you know, like she, I mean, I, I can't remember the exact quote like I could a couple of weeks ago. But she was just like, well, you know, how do you think I feel or whatever? Why is this on the pre-show? I had a feeling it would be. Guys, I'm so sorry. The fucking, you guys already noticed by now. By the time, you know, by the time you guys get this, this, <laughs> you know, this paper, you already be happening. The U.S. title match is on the pre-show. What the hell? So that means we're definitely getting out of here before 930. Yeah. East Coast time, guys. East Coast time. Um, but yeah, I, I say all that to say this or whatever. Pretty much, uh, Bree was just telling Daniel, I mean, you know, how do you think I feel or whatever whenever you leave me and your daughter to go like to work every week or every week? And I'm like, but, but he's going to work. <laughs> he's, he's not like he's like getting off work, going to the strip club or whatever and just getting drunk. True. But I don't know, man. You know, you can't please everyone. Oh, gosh, there is a commentary team of... Uh, well, at least some old Joe's commentary. Um, after this, this shit was just straight up disrespectful because we had new tag team champions. The SmackDown Women's Champion, Bailey Dose Straps, and Sasha Banks, who were trying to celebrate... Becoming the first ever two-time SmackDown, I mean, not SmackDown, uh, but women's tag mm-hmm. champions. First ever. And how did they get, like, 
like how can they even enjoy this celebration but get interrupted by that huzzy or excuse me huzzies nikki cross and alexa bliss as i wear an alexa bliss t-shirt <laughs> i'm so upset that uh i didn't get to hear bailey's poem they, bro that shit was about to be bars yeah, they, could, they couldn't even allow it Shakespeare, eat your heart out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, Bro, Poe ain't got shit on uh, Bailey. Bruh, what? I swear to God, if we find out, like, this is the pre-show, but then that matches on there, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. Oh. God. At least, the, at least the tag match isn't up here. On Which the pre-show. Match? The Raw tag match. Oh, is it not? Hmm. I, got, I, got, I got one joint pulled up. Hold up. But um, yeah, they announced it like yesterday. I were, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Um, besides all that, just blasphemy. Um, we ended off this show with a six-man tag match between Braun Strowman and Heavy Machinery versus Miz and Morrison and Dolph Ziggler. Uh, shout out to Kayla Braxton being a sport about getting slimed. Yeah. She was still upset. And um, I think Miz said, you know, if it wasn't for you getting slimed, no one would be talking about you. But, hey, we're talking about you now. It's Got a point. Little, yeah, solid point. Brings up a great point. Um, what about King Corbin literally uh, approaching Mandy Rose backstage who is now wearing denim? I mean, of course, we can say oh, Mandy course, Rose yeah. looks good in anything, but her in denim is doing a lot. It's doing for me, man. <laughs> I'm here for it. I mean, is that, is that cool? Just leaving your match or whatever, mid-match to go, like, find... Oh, maybe it's because it's Mandy Rose, you know? It's true, yeah. It's Mandy Rose. If it was anyone else, it would be like, okay. <laughs> <sighs> but, of course, you know, the faces won this joint. Um, I guess... Oh yeah, we're we're gonna talk about that match later on. As far as like what's about to happen with Backlash, of course. But uh, you know, anything else, bro? Before we get into this, uh, I think I got CBS's joint pulled up. As far as Backlash, uh, you know, matches. Mm, I'm good. So I got it clicked on or whatever. So I don't which. You know, I guess we talk about the matches happening right now. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get it on wax before you know we know the ending. For the United States title, Apollo Crews versus uh, Andrade. I got Apollo retaining. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't even, yeah, I mean, of course. We just wanted to say that one first, guys, because we are, this is literally on in the background <laughs> right now. Time of us recording, and we're not going to cheat out here. That's all I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> fuck it. I guess, we, you know, since you talked about that, too, let's bring that up, too. Um, the Raw Tag Team uh, championship match: The Champs, the Street Profits versus the Viking Raiders in an actual wrestling match. I think the Street Profits are gonna win. They should. They, yeah. They they should. They, they they really should. I just I'm kind of mad because I'm like I was I was still here for the shenanigans. <laughs> like I mean we we can go everywhere. We've I mean we we we've done everything. We done flip. I mean shit. We done flip cup. Why couldn't we do a shotgun? <laughs> They should actually have to drink, and that's not PG, bro. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Well, they can actually they can fake drink it, you know. Well, I mean the street. I mean the, the street profits whole gimmick is having cups or whatever. <laughs> that is true. It it tells itself. Um, 
I'm trying to go through and see what I should put say next. Fuck it. I guess I'm gonna just go with um let's do Seamus Jeff Hardy. I think Seamus gotta win this first one. I yeah, I think Seamus definitely has to win the first one. On some like sneaky shit, grab some tights. Yeah. You know, uh, do something stupid. I don't know, like a, a turnbuckle, something. something. Yeah. Let's bring some brass knucks back. I don't know. <laughs> Let's go all the dirty shit, or I don't know. Just, just give give me something wild. We need we need this to go all the way to like Hell in the Cell. Is Hell in the Cell supposed to be coming up sometime? October, I guess. Why do I think Hell in the Cell always came in the summertime? I'm tripping. See, next is Extreme Rules. Uh, yeah, I see. I need Jeff Hardy, Sheamus, Extreme Rules match. You Ooh, know, take over Boston. Ooh. SummerSlam. Yeah, cause SummerSlam is going to be in Boston, correct? And then it doesn't say. Uh, SummerSlam is in... Well, I guess it's not in anywhere. Yeah, it was. It was. I think it was supposed to be in Boston because I think that's when they were going to have Sasha go over Bailey. But then, you know, of course, yeah. life happened. Um, I guess we should talk about the disrespect later. Or, like, not later, but next. The three-way... Tag team women's tag team championship match. God, that was a mouthful. Between the champs, Bailey Dose Straps, and Sasha Banks versus Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss versus the. Hold up. Cover your ears, guys. I'm sorry. The Iconics. <laughs> Who you got? I, Bailey and Sasha, I think. Somebody said it best. We need him to retain because, like, we don't need them belts turning into fucking WCW, just yeah. flipping every week type shit. Yeah. So, I'm all here for it. I'm here for um, Bailey Dose Straps. I need a I need a t-shirt now, guys. <laughs> you know, um, my, my homie said he doesn't necessarily like this heel Bailey. And I said, you crazy, bro. Like, she's so annoying that I love it. Yeah. She's exactly. gotten way better on the mic. Oh, way better. Like, like if she's going to have this type of confidence or whatever, I'm here for all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have too many matches or whatever, but next, I guess we're going to have to go to, you know, I'm, I'm trying to save one for later on, but let's, let's talk about the Raw Women's Championship match between the champion Asuka versus Botch Jax. I mean, Nia Jax. I fully expect Charlotte to... Okay. Uh, I expect Charlotte to come in and interfere in the match. So it ends in a uh, disqualification? Yeah. We were right, guys. Apollo Crews um, retained. Now we need Dijak to come out from the crowd, please. <laughs> That's where you guys will hear a live reaction if that happens. It's probably not going to, but Kevin Owens just happens to be down here with a tie on. He's used to turning on people, so maybe that'll be a thing. Also... I apologize in advance for my comment I'm about to say, but my Jesus Christ, Selena Vega with this light rose in her hair. My God. To God be the glory. Whew. So, yeah, we got Oscar um, retaining here. Yep. Even though, like, I do like what you said, though. Like, Charlotte interferes. We just end in a... Yeah. Yeah. And then we get maybe, what, a triple threat at Extreme Rules? Or maybe just Oscar Charlotte one-on-one would be fine. I mean... That too, but you know, if they're gonna put Naya in there, I guess they are. I don't know who, 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 who yeah, knows. We'll see. A handicap match for the Universal Championship the champion Braun Strowman versus The Miz and John Morrison. 
there's no way there's no way that the Miz that Miz and Morrison like win this match. I yeah, I don't think so. There's no way possible, but I ain't gonna front. If it happened, when I tell you I would cry. I would just <laughs> cry of the laughter. Yeah. Cause I feel like they would give us some shit. I love how it's also for the title. Yeah. You know? I also I need Kayla to get slimed again. Yeah. WWE two K Battlegrounds. You gonna get that, bro? It already I mean, looks better than um two K twenty. Looks fun, <laughs> right? Um, so I only got two matches left, bro. I'm trying to decide on what I should say for last, but I think I already know what I what I what I should do and what I'm gonna do. But fuck it, I'm, I'm I'm gonna do. You know, I'm gonna do what the people should want and how this card should go. Whatever. Next, cover your ears. I warned you. The greatest wrestling match ever. <laughs> Edge versus Randy Orton. <clears throat> this shit literally says in the pandemic bizarre world of WWE, the gimmick match happened first between um, Edge and Orton with Edge winning the last a last man standing match at WrestleMania. In the fallout, Orton then challenged Edge to a match um, he was sure he could win. A straight up wrestling match. The challenge shook Edge, but on the May 18th edition of Raw, he accepted. Now these two are, <laughs> and these two are now on a collision course for a basic one-on-one singles bout that people that WWE is calling what could be the greatest wrestling match ever? <laughs> Michael Cole, eat your card out. <laughs> uh, who you got winning this shit, bro? Uh, Randy. It's got to be Randy. There's no. Yeah. There's no way Edge goes to a. Yeah, definitely not. There's no way. Like they literally had us skip Money in the Bank or whatever, and he just came back and was like, "Hey, I'm challenging you to a full-on." wrestling match you get all your little gimmick matches out of the way so i'm like so we're doing a reverse blood feud just everything going there just all oh, just crazy shit but i'm just ready for your reaction live bro to the greatest wrestling match ever <laughs> hmm. i am still weak that they literally have coined this shit in the middle of the way of like you know just no people being in the crowd and if this isn't a cinematic match, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. <sighs> so, final match before we get up out of here and watch this pay-per-view and eat some food. You know, dope shit. What I feel like, and you tell me if you if we agree or not, what I think at least should headline this, like or be the main event for this card, for the WWE Championship, the champion. Drew McIntyre versus with, you know, his homie in the corner, MVP, Bobby Masters. Excuse me, Bobby <laughs> Lashley in the Master Lock Challenge. I'm Excuse me, I mean the, the full Nelson. Is Drew going to break the full Nelson tonight? Drew's definitely going to break out of the Bob Lock. <laughs> oh, Bob Lock! <laughs> Yeah, I got Drew McIntyre too. I, I, yeah, he's gotten two different shirt designs in like the last like three weeks or whatever. 
that shows like you're not losing that shit. I mean, (laughs) can we talk about this fucking like what like (laughs) this lemonade they threw on Sheamus? But um, I I ain't got nothing else this way, bro. Besides, it's gonna be a cool little pay per view, or whatever. I've been in personally enjoying, you know, not being out like till eleven o'clock or whatever with yeah. like long pay per views. So hey, glad for that tonight. We already got one match off or whatever. True, yeah. God knows if something came on before this or not. You know. Also, uh, I don't think so. No word about the SmackDown um, tag belts being defended. Uh, not that I know of, yeah. Okay, well. Corey's good. I'm good this way. Um, remember, guys, like always, rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Links in the description, everything below. Check out that Hey June playlist, all the other playlists on Apple Music and Spotify. And everything's in the link tree. Check out former uh, episodes. And, you know... I'm just going to warn you guys or whatever to close your ears because that was episode 44 of It's Still Real to Us, Damn It, with the greatest wrestling match ever. <laughs> I'm not going to have my voice by the time this match is <laughs> That's Corey. I'm Mookie. And until next time, we are